This is Indian Art History by Mash Podcast. Hello and welcome. You are listening to Indian Art History by Mash Podcast and I am your host Ayushi. Hardly had the Rajput and Mughal royal clans started falling from power when the artists who benefited from their patronage started scurrying around with one and only one aim in their mind. New work and new money. The time was beginning to be the 18th century. The Indian subcontinent was being clawed in and sucked off its resources by the white European mercenaries and businessmen who also came to the subcontinent to make their own fortunes. The economy of the country was changing hella fast. Suddenly, the centers of power were also changing, including the individuals who were in power. With the arrival of white uninvited guests new anxieties and insecurities settled in because they would refuse to budge and move and would continue to inhabit and colonize the people of the subcontinent for the next 200 years and more but the artists of the subcontinent had to make haste while the english sun shined on them If they had to keep their shops running that is they had to learn new methods that pleased their european buyers and that too quickly it all started when vasco da gama reached the port city of calicut the spice routes at last had seduced the white foreigners as well the spice trade sparked their interest in the indian flora and fauna The several naturalists and biologists from far away lands soon started to flock to india and they needed illustrations to accompany their research here they started collaborating with indian artists who would draw the plants for them these foreigners who came from different countries such as france italy and britain were met with a culture contrasting to their own so much so that many in the west divided the world into the occident and the orient The East being the Orient offered itself as an exotic land of mystery, magic and resources. They concentrated on the resources bit a bit too much. From the 16th to the 18th century, by the time the East India Company had a strong hold on many port cities of India, their understanding of Indian cultures had also strengthened. and company paintings played a significant role in strengthening their understanding of the subcontinent and its peoples the sceneries that they saw in india were beyond the beauty and mysteries their books on the orient held they wanted to know more and more about how the power systems religions and cultures worked in india the curiosities were twofold firstly of course the colors they saw in india dazzled their wits They were not prepared for what they were looking at. The architecture, the sculptures, temples, festivals, fashion, plants, animals and mannerisms were just so different from theirs. They thought this is what magical stories are made of. Secondly, if the white business class of the East India Company wanted to show their queen their worth in the form of the profits they had earned here, they first needed to get an anthropological understanding of the area to be able to successfully know what all resources, 
are present in the land so that they can make trade out of it later so they began collaborating with indian artists to make a series and collection of illustrations on a wide range of subjects these paintings which later came to be known as the company paintings are a wonderful observation and documentation of various scenes of india in all its wild and settled and rich and poor forms one look at company paintings will tell you that the scenes they portray have been carefully observed and studied some company paintings can be easily confused with miniature paintings you see because company paintings are essentially a continuation of the miniature painting traditions and techniques the company paintings are made by indian artists for the europeans who enjoyed a hyper realistic taste a lot It was here that the artists learned western techniques of depth and perspective and mixed them with their own techniques of rendering a scene, characters, architecture, animals and plants. The wide subject range sets the company paintings starkly apart from the miniature paintings because the miniature paintings were commissioned by the royalty who mostly asked the artist to draw scenes that rather reflected royalty magnificence and opulence they wanted either themselves or their gods to be portrayed in the paintings but the socio cultural anthropological inquiries of the british urged them to document every possible scene from india which included the various tribes and castes in their varied surroundings professions and costumes In place of gouache the indian artists picked up watercolor they made their color palettes subtle soft and new instead of contrasting bright colors once laced in miniature paintings the first set of paintings come from the south of india during the carnatic and uh, mysore wars of 1767 to 99 a large number of british soldiers were stationed around tiruchinappalli and madras region Post the war the white population rapidly increased and the white population often commissioned indian artists to paint the scenes of india some wanted to take these paintings back to their family as a postcard tradition while some wanted to build their collections from this constant collaboration the style and realism in the paintings evolved over a period of time The earlier paintings aesthetically can be associated with more decany miniatures in terms of the inconsistent proportions of the characters while the later paintings perceive the proportions of the characters and background scenery more accurately The paintings of Madura captured the fantastic and detailed temple architecture that existed in the city Several British company servants commissioned Indian artists to draw Tirumala Nayak's Chol Tree and Palace. These paintings capture the brilliance of pillared halls in their magnanimity and gigantism. Similarly, Mysore, Tanjore and Coorg also had bustling centers. In northern India, Murshidabad, Lucknow, Agra, Banaras became the main centers of company paintings. Um of course Delhi too. The artists of Murshidabad soon realized that the British were more attracted to the festival scene, so they painted scenes such as Bakrid, Chaith, Holi, Muharram, etc. They also painted portraits of dwarfs, jugglers and ascetics capturing the local wonders. 
Some also include the portraits of English men enjoying the desi nawabi leisures such as smoking hookahs, enjoying the service of Indian help, or on a shikar. More than anything, company paintings, one can say, were the start of the era of the artist, where they could choose their muse from a wide range of subjects available to them in their own community. These paintings depict a way of life that once was in its true form devoid of any ornamentation and beautification. It gives us a peek into the various castes, professions and costumes of the pre-independence era. And as to how they give us a peek into the buildings and monuments around the subcontinent, as to how they were at that time in contrast to how they are today, if at all they are still here. It tells us how certain customs, rituals and festivals have evolved over time. But most importantly, they capture the spirit of the colonial era. Thank you so much for listening.